Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I'm your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. And today we got Allison back on the show for another documentary review. And this one is a difficult one and it's a difficult one because of the subject matter so um, we're going to be reviewing the Casey Anthony documentary that is on Peacock it is a three-part documentary it's a pretty uh, quick watch uh, as far as time Uh, but it it is a difficult watch in that the you know it's really hard to hear about because we already know like we already have feelings towards Casey and we already have like a lot of emotions and feelings um, about the case and what happened and it's really hard to sit and watch it just listening to what these people have to say you know 10 years later and you know bringing it all back up again so it's not it's not gruesome or gory like type of difficult to watch but it's just difficult to hear these types of things so kind of wanted to get that out of the way before we get into this but I want to thank all you listeners for checking out last week's show last week we looked into the AEW roster uh, the men's section of that roster but we're not gonna be doing that this week so if you were looking for that I apologize but we will be doing that next week we're gonna take it a look we're gonna finish off the roster we're gonna check out the women's division with Andretti uh, we're going to take some looks at some other things within AEW, too, because some things have happened since last week in AEW, and a lot more things are going to continue to happen. So want to keep everyone updated on that. Uh, hopefully you checked out That's So Dolphins Talk this past weekend. Uh, we're going to be coming back at you with another video this weekend. Yes, we, uh, we, we really thought the world was melting, and we did a lot of mental gymnastics to make ourselves feel better in our little therapy session on Sunday, but... Uh, I, I look at that game a lot differently now, and I don't think it's as quite as bad as what we made it out to be. So uh, we're looking forward to the game this Sunday with the Chargers, and we got a huge game in two weeks against the Bills. So uh, there are primetime games out of the ordinary for the Dolphins, but we're really excited about that. So hopefully you're checking out That's So Dolphins Talk, and you're checking out all of our other archive shows. And don't forget to download, rate, review, and subscribe. Check us out on Twitter at the underscore Potsky. Uh, check us out on Instagram at the underscore Podsky and check us out on Facebook at the Podsky with John Baker. We're on all of the podcasting platforms. So check us out, interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you think about this documentary. Let us know about anything uh, Dolphins related, uh, definitely wrestling related. We got a lot of cool things lined up. Did some planning this earlier this week for uh, our holiday show coming up in a few weeks and for some things in the future that we're really excited about. So stay tuned. We got a lot of good things coming for you. And let's get into the Casey Anthony documentary. Today we have uh, Allison is back with us again for another documentary review. How, Allison, how are you doing? Pretty good. You good? All right. Well, we have a really interesting documentary today. One that I know that we've we've previously watched them before, not really thinking that we would get uh, 
this kind of documentary, it would be Casey Anthony's actual side of her story of what happened. And it is a new documentary. It's on Peacock. Uh, it's it's very big news. So I'm sure when you go to Peacock, you can find it very easily. It's Casey Anthony. Um, where the Truth Lies. Yeah, Where the Truth Lies, which is a very interesting um, a very interesting title yeah. for it. Uh, yeah. I, it. It couldn't be picked. They couldn't have picked a better title, personally. I'd say the opposite, <laughs> actually. Because I feel like all the other documentaries up until this point have been one side of it, where she's guilty, and that's that, and nothing else. And then this one is supposed to be where the truth lies, but it's only her side, and that's it. Like, they don't really dive super far into both sides and to me the truth always lies in the middle and so to call this where the truth lies is not true because i don't think that that was fully the truth and regardless the truth never lies on one side it always lies in the middle especially with casey's situation i i took it as a play on with words where the truth lies because she as we we will get into it in the future here and Casey does a lot of lying and mm-hmm. it's oh yeah it's really hard to tell when like she does tell the truth but it mm-hmm. when whenever she's speaking there's only a very small kernel of truth it's like literally picking a needle out of the haystack and that's the truth of what she's saying and it's really hard to figure that out uh-huh. I like that yeah so that's why I thought it was a very a great play on words I think it would have been better as a question where does the truth lie? Like, I think that that would have been a better, mm-hmm. more accurate description of what you're going to get. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that uh, it, it is three episodes. I'm, I'm surprised. It felt a smidge long for me, personally. I felt that the first episode dragged a little bit. Yeah. And then once they got into the second episode, they kind of gave you a, a little bit more. But then in the third episode is when they kind of really gave it to you. And you're just like, whoa, Like it was almost too much to take in for that hour. In my opinion, if you go into it thinking she is guilty and that's that and no one else played a part, you probably won't make it past the first episode because I went into it with an open mind and I almost didn't make it past the first episode because all I felt like it was was her saying I lied. I lied, I lied, I lied. And, like, we already know that. We know you lie. And so to me, I was like, why am I watching this? Because she's supposed to be telling the truth, and all she's talking about is how much she lied. Correct. And, you know, we should up front say that we both, whenever you asked me to watch this with you, we both looked at each other, and we both said, we're going into this with an open mind. Like, we're not going to make a decision right now, even though it's really, really hard not to. But we were going to see it the whole way through and then make our assumption or make our conclusions at the end. And I want to give credit up front to the people that made this documentary. They did a really good job of trying to manipulate you and push Mm -hmm. you in a certain way to make you think uh, a certain way. And they definitely did that at the end. I will say that now once you... After you're done watching and you want to sit back, you it, it's one of those documentaries where when you watch it, you need to take a second and sit back and, and, and think on it before you kind of jump. But at the same time, like the fact that they were so good at getting 
her side of it is also my downfall with it because like they were so the way they filmed it was a little manipulating and Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't like that like that that bothered me because if they actually think that she's telling the truth there's no need to put on that type of a show and make it so obvious that they think that she's completely innocent yeah and it very it came out now that I'm thinking more about the third episode when they're giving the details uh, about her father and all that when you get to the end they really were manipulating you and really making you think that Casey was innocent like sure like her verdict was true and all of that and kudos to them for doing that and pulling that emotion out of you but like you should not not saying you should go into this thinking one way but have an open mind with everything obviously but don't pigeonhole yourself and don't allow yourself to get sucked in it seems, though, that the general consensus is nobody thinks that they did a good job of us feeling, like, bad for her. Like, I don't feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like, from what I'm reading online, no one's convinced. And it's almost too dramatic that that's why they're not convinced because it's very much – here's the the main issue I had with it. It's so – much playing on the fact that she's a victim and they totally missed the point of who the victim really is that's that's what bothered me i do think that casey is a victim to certain things but i don't think that she is the victim of this situation and of what happened she's just not right and i guess i should frame it a little bit differently like they did a good job of it they manipulated you in the moment i guess it's a better like once I sat back and I thought about it, like, afterwards, I was like, yeah, that is pretty, like. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. They, they didn't. I had to go back and watch, like, old documentaries on the other side to, like, refresh my memory because it was kind of like when they would get to a point where, like, they couldn't explain her side of it, they just kind of cut it off and, like, it was, let's they, go over here. Yeah, like, they kind of, they left things vague and on purpose. Because they needed it to fit their narrative, right. which is partly what bothered me because if you're trying to tell the truth, you tell all of it. You Correct. don't just tell some of it to right. fit in the box that you want it to fit in. Right. No, I agree. Um, and one of the things that I felt, uh, it, this this documentary is starts bizarre and it ends even more bizarre, which is, it's it, it, the whole thing was bizarre because I felt like this this is something that shouldn't have been brought up ever again. And or they're bringing it up because this now Casey's ready to give her side of the story, and I just wasn't. I didn't think we needed to do that. And I think a lot of people have that opinion. Like I think a lot of people are like, really, like why are you giving her a voice? But at the same time, like those are the same people that were so mad that she disappeared. Like oh, she's guilty because she went and disappeared and fell into a hole, and no one's heard from her. So, like, I see both sides. Like, I I see why it needed to be done, and then I see why it should have just been let alone. After watching this and, you know, seeing a little bit of the backlash, not a little bit, it's been a lot of, it's all (laughs) backlash. (laughs) This is something that I'm sure, like, in the moment, they probably thought was a really great idea, them being Casey and, you know, her legal team and all that. They probably thought this was a great idea. 
but this is like not what you want. This is the bad. It's not the reaction they wanted. It's not the reaction they wanted. It might be worse. Well, and I think that that is partly because they were so dramatic in their viewpoint. They were so careful in the way they painted Casey that it made people really mad. It the perception of her appearance. She was very groomed. She was. She very, was very. Yeah, she was very groomed, and she really. They, they really, wanted to do a lot to portray her as a lonely mom who misses her kid. Filming her single, like just her alone in the car, With and all and, of and the, the pictures, and the pictures of her as a kid. Because and, I wanted to know, like, all the pictures that she brought in, are those actually up in her house? Do you know what I mean? Like all the <laughs> yeah. pictures that she brought in, she's like, I never. I'm never without these. Like, these are the most important things. I'm like, but are they really? Because, like, if they were, you you wouldn't set. You're just, here's my, that goes there. There, my clothes go here, and my toothbrush goes here. Like, I just felt like it was so exaggerated. And that's where they went wrong. Because it's like, you're not going to convince people of that part of it. So just let it go. Like, put that away. And that's where I think what you were saying, it didn't need to be three episodes. But they milked that part of it so much, and it it annoyed people. It's almost like they wanted to. They wanted. I think that they thought it's been ten years. You've probably forgotten. So let's reintroduce yeah. her. And they tried to do this reintroducing, and they just did it way over the top. That was just way too. It, way it, too far the other way of right. what she was when it happened. Correct. I, Which is why it seemed like a lie. Right, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to dive into the flaws uh, of, of this case because this this thing, this this whole documentary is based around the case and obviously they, they do a deep dive into like with her legal team, which uh, I'm going to take a second and talk about the legal team here in a second because I felt that that was so strange to me that, you know, her and her legal team are just, you know, sitting around at a at a dinner on, you know, us it looked like a Sunday dinner. What the in the dock? Yeah, that okay. felt that felt insanely bizarre to me cuz like how many of these documentaries have we watched where that's a thing? I've never seen a But their their argument was it was because she doesn't have anybody, which again, that makes sense for what they were mm-hmm. trying to do in the documentary. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make her look like extremely lonely and she has no family because they needed to make the family the enemy her actual family so i understood why Uh, they did it that way i wasn't thinking about that during but um so into the case uh so there's there's a common theme that we always follow with any of these documentaries is that there's always flaws in the case so what are some of the flaws that you thought were really noticeable um, as you're watching it? Yeah, so in the case itself, the prosecution, I think because of how they looked at Casey and they were like, this is a mother who doesn't care that her kid's gone, they built their case on such little evidence that that was their number one mistake from the beginning. And... Like, everybody blames, you know, the jury. That's, like, what you hear and what you heard then. It was the jury went wrong. But they really didn't. 
um, the prosecution went wrong in what they charged. There was extreme reasonable doubt for first-degree murder. Manslaughter? Probably not. Mm. Like, I could definitely see a guilty verdict with manslaughter. Mm -hmm. But first-degree murder, you just can't because there's too many missing pieces, and the the prosecution didn't do anything to fill in those gaps. Plus, their star witness, George Anthony, her dad, also lied. And Mm -hmm. he went back and forth on things, and her defense team caught him in multiple lies. So, like, they built their case on crumbs like and they thought and this is where i think where their issues lie they think that because we think it um everybody else will think it we don't really have to try that hard yeah and it just it doesn't it doesn't compute it doesn't work like that obviously which is why the result was what it was i don't feel like like, i feel like once they saw casey and once they found out she was lying they were like all right that's our girl. We're good. We're done. We're not going to question anything else. And mm-hmm. case closed. And one of the things that you said there about without a shadow of beyond a shadow of a doubt, one of the quotes that I heard post watching this was that Casey is really good at casting you or letting you know that you have to make a decision beyond a shadow of a doubt for the first degree murder. But they're extremely good at casting that shadow of doubt as well so i thought that was a really interesting like quote that i heard that you know obviously when you're dealing with a first degree murder charge it's got to be without a shadow of a doubt and they're like the ultimate like great casters of that doubt Mm -hmm. so i thought that was really. but i think that just goes back to the fact that everybody lied oh yeah everybody lied it wasn't just casey it wasn't just her dad the mom lied like it, it just, it never ended, which is why I'm like, why were you only looking at her? Like, and I'm not saying put her aside and stop looking at her. I'm saying look at all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, they were all messed up, in my opinion. They had so many secrets, and you ha- that has to make you wonder what else are they hiding. Yeah, it, it is insane to think about what else they are hiding and what the real truth is, and it's one of the things we'll probably never, we'll probably never know the truth. No, no, and because it's too late. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. they would have, instead of being so stuck in their own mind, well, we're right. And if they would have looked into George and possibly the mom, even though I don't really think that would have been necessary, that's when the evidence was there. That's when you could have done that. It's, you're done now. It's Everything's gone. It's, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the... The case itself, they completely left out George, and and if, let's get into George a little bit. He was an interesting person because he was a former uh, policeman, so he knows like he I, they really did. Uh, they were really pushing it hard that you know he knows exactly what to do and how to get away with it, and exactly what to say and what to feed into her mind. And but but I think he did. I I I personally think that there was that as well. Because I think... if you if you think about it, okay, when you have an abuser and a victim, that's for one. I'm not saying that in this situation that's the case, but that is all you need to justify some of the things that were done. Like an abuser would convince a victim to lie for them, and if her entire life she was lying for George that would continue into this situation. Mm -hmm. So one could argue 
okay, this happened, and then she acted like nothing mattered for 31 days. But when you hear that her dad told her to, or she's alleging that, then it's kind of like it makes sense to me because of what she says about what happened to her and what he did to her mm-hmm. from such a young age. That's a trauma response. That's she shut down because dad told her to. Because everyone, everyone was saying, why did she leave and go to her boyfriend's house the second she found out Kaylee was missing? Dad told her to. Dad told her, do what you've been doing. Keep telling your mom what you've been telling your mom. Um, and which goes along with the nanny lie because she was lying about the nanny to her mom long before Kaylee disappeared because she she says that she wanted to take Kaylee when she would go see her friends and her mom wouldn't let her and she got sick of her mom controlling her. So she would say, I'm going to drop Kaylee off at the nannies and then I'm going to go meet my friends when in reality she was just going to go meet her friends and have Kaylee with her at the same time. So when he said, Kaylee's going to be okay, tell your mom what you've been telling her that's where the nanny lie comes into play yeah it's 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 one of those things where like they really they that it's this whole thing is so bizarre it just there's so many things that just don't add up and the the what happened of that day i don't think will ever be able to be clear because there's too many holes where it's like Okay, well, this happened, but that could mean this or that. Like they said about how he clocked in at three o one p.m. Someone else could have clocked in for him. Yeah. So I mean, that's not, and he could have. He in the scenario, they claim uh, Casey claims that he was outside with Casey when they were searching for Kaylee, and he came around the corner at one point around the house and just had. Kaylee in his arms she held Kaylee Mm -hmm. claims that she was cold and wet I believe which Mm -hmm. cold wet heavy yeah yeah let me sidebar for a second in I'm not a parent but I feel like regardless you know like you know if something's wrong with your child especially if they passed away. I you you know if you're holding them in your arms, you know whether you want to believe it or not, mm-hmm. you know. So like for sure, I think she was lying about that, saying that she thinks that Kaylee's okay. I don't think that she thinks she is lying. I think that she truly believes that now because she can't live with it if she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But she for sure you had to have known. But he he said, give her back to me. She's going to be okay. And then that's that. He could have easily went to work after that. Yeah. And then decided what he was going to do, you know, later. Like, we don't we don't know. We don't know. And then they split off there and then they don't really reconvene about the whole situation again. So my opinion, the whole, oh, well, you know the car smelled like this and that and blah, blah, blah. All of those things could have been calculated by him Mm -hmm. if you break it down. They all could have been. And the fact of, like, the argument of Casey just didn't want to have a kid anymore and she wanted to have, she wanted to be a mom that could, or she wanted to be a person, not a kid that could just go out and do whatever she wanted. If she killed her child on purpose, I don't think that she would put it 15 houses down. Sorry. I don't think that she would bury Kaylee 15 houses down 
if she didn't want to get caught. I think that when she got arrested for lying, George was like, perfect. I'm going to get off scot-free. I'll put her here. And then they'll definitely find her. And then we're good. Because you don't be, you're not a star witness in the case against your kid and for your kid to get on death row unless they they have something on you that Mm -hmm. you would hope to go with them and to never be told. Yeah, and that's where I think that they are accomplices together. And I think that regardless of, I think that the truth lies in there and that I think something happened to her, whether or not that George did it to her, like they allude to in the, in the documentary that you know he smothered her or whatever or the pool idea i think that you know him walking around the corner and carrying her they that might have been a thing and they might have panicked and they were like well, what do we do and well she's already dead and i think that's where the panic set in and they split off that's kind of probably what probably would have happened and they've create they create a situation where they were what I'm trying to say is that the truth will probably never, like what we're saying, the truth will never be known because they've probably created a situation in their own minds over time where they've told the same story a hundred times and they've probably changed it to better themselves. It's kind of like the old uh, tell a friend, telegraph, tell a wrestler type thing. Like you start a story and it's that story will never ever be the same story ever again. But the thing is, though, is like their story isn't changing. A ton. It, it does change some, but the overall gist of it, hers is George did it, mm-hmm. and his is Casey did it. Mm-hmm. But neither of their stories fully make sense because right. they both know that in order for it to all make sense, they both have they to go both down. Have to, yeah. They cannot tell the, the whole truth about themselves or about the other person without them both being at fault because that's the only way it makes sense. That's why neither of their stories make sense because mm-hmm. they cannot tell the whole truth. And like the fact, the whole thing that they like, I cannot believe that they didn't even talk about it was the fact that George tried to commit suicide while all of this is going on. Like that to me is like red flag. Yeah, you're guilty. Like why else would you be just ending your life? And I can understand you know, he's going through it, obviously, if he is the um, mourning grandfather, but his note didn't even make any sense. His Mm-mm. suicide note was like, I really don't know. He, at one point, he said, I'm, I'm going to be with Kaylee. It was only a few se- sentences. I'm mm-hmm. going to be with Kaylee. Um, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know where she went or what happened. And then it was, I miss her, and then I love you, Cindy. And it was like... Why, if, if you are writing a suicide letter that you literally think this is it, this mm-hmm. is the last, these are my last words, yeah, it's not what you put in there. Like, no. in my opinion, that's just not, that, that doesn't really um, cover everything you would think. And, and then the interview with Dr. Oz where he's like, <sighs> I just want to apologize for, for what I did to my family. Now, when he first said that, when he said, I want to apologize for what I did wrong and how I hurt the family, I thought he was talking about the abuse to Casey. Right. That's what I thought. But then Cindy looks at him and is like, 
what are you talking about? It was an accident. And I'm like, wait a second. Now the, Did now you guys all... have discussions about how it was an accident? And because I didn't think he was talking about Kaylee. I thought he was talking about the trauma. And then she brings up it was an accident. She's talking about Kaylee. So she knows too. That's and what I'm saying. Yeah, they all they they all know it and they're all guilty and they all they all hate and despise each other. It's so the only reason that they would all hate and despise each other is because that they all know the truth. Mm-hmm. And and they just want to put it on each other because it, right. clearly, I mean clearly it's a family of lies. Like they yeah. always. Yeah. Before and after. It, Before, they're, they're still what? continuing to lie. First the mom First, Cindy said the car did smell like a body, and then it smelled like pizza. Like, I'm sorry. Just no. You're a nurse. Figure it out. You know. Pick a side and sit there, and don't change your mind on it. Yeah. the the And then the dad with the George and the eulogy part, that was... That was disgusting. That was purely disgusting. Um, and then the other thing where the parents were, they were on that interview, and they were fighting together, too where George had stole the $60,000. Like, there's so many red flags throughout this that, you know, yeah, like, everyone puts the hate on Casey, and rightfully so, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that all three of them are as innocent as they claim to be. And I think that it is a entangled web of lies that all three of them know the truth and they're not willing to go down for the other person. Mm -mm. They're not going down for anything. No. It's... It is which is so disgusting it, because regardless it is ultimately Kaylee lost her life. So like none of that other stuff matters anymore. Mm-mm. Like your innocence or your guilt none of it matters anymore because that's the only thing that matters is that Kaylee's now gone. And everybody's arguing like the saddest part of the, this whole thing is that they're, they're really losing sight. The documentary lost sight from the very first scene because this shouldn't be about Casey and getting her story out there. And that's what none of the documentaries about this should be about. It should be about Kaylee, the fact that this child lost her life and it's all about pointing the finger and saying, well, it wasn't me, it was him, or, or I did this because of him, or vice versa. Like, it, none of, it's, it's all a lot of finger pointing, it's a lot of blame shifting, and the whole thing, like, this documentary did a really poor job of, yeah, like, like they didn't do a really good job at all of, like, saying, like, yes, like, this child died, it should be about her. They were and, not able to prove their point without being completely tone deaf. right. Because you can't continuously paint Casey as a victim without missing the point and missing the real victim. Like, the the one thing I will say where they went wrong when they touched on the abuse is the fact that it almost felt like I was abused, being Casey, mm-hmm. you know, and that makes all of it okay. <laughs> yeah, and that is literally how they did paint it. it doesn't no it just doesn't makes it so much worse yeah like i get it and what if that happened to her that is awful and rightfully so she's a victim to that but that does not make her the victim to this situation at all there's one victim and that's it right and the one thing that 
that was interesting that Casey did th- throughout. Like, so she started talk when she talked about Kaylee. She started by like saying my daughter, and then it turned into, um, the uh, my little girl, and then at, finally at the end she says Kaylee, but then whenever she's angry at the end she calls kid she calls her a kid, so like oh. she went through so many different phases like who like the different um ownerships of what yeah. she was to her like it was her daughter then she was just a girl and then it was Kaylee. And then it was a kid. It was yeah. really, it was really strange to see that how it built, and then it dipped off at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, like why can't she just be like your, like your Kaylee, or like when you talk about your child, like that's not something that normal people do. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't make sense of all of it. You can make sense of some of it, but there's things like that where it's like. That's not normal. You know what I mean? Does right. that mean she killed her her baby? N- no, not necessarily, but it means she played some type of a part in it that she doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because you, that just doesn't make sense. It's yeah. too calculated. Her words were way too calculated. Way too calculated. Uh, when they were sitting in the projector, well, with the projector in the room, do you remember that? Yeah. They felt like that whole thing felt staged. She was filmed completely differently. She sat completely differently. Her cadence of talking, like, that was totally different. But I'll say it could just be a different time. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, film differently and look differently. That could just be a different day or a different time of day. And, like, I know the body language video that you saw said one thing but the one that i saw about that at least where she was talking about the trauma mm-hmm. ne- not once did they pick up on any part of how she was lying yeah so i will say that i i was more interested because i feel like i, I had a certain view of this and i and i've already kind of shared my thoughts on it that i think that all three of them the parents and kate and casey like they all they all played a part in this. Like they're all, uh, they're all equally as guilty. And I, I didn't. I wanted to know, like, from a body language perspective of like, when could you actually physically tell when she was lying or not? Because the, they even say you can't. You can't because not like yeah, definitely not not yet not definitely because some of those some of her mannerisms were trauma responses and it's not like the video that I watched. They, it was on YouTube, and they they come they were very um, honest and saying like we're not clinical, we're not clinically like doctors and stuff like that. We just are body language experts, and they were kind of saying that you know she did certain things that she would get angry and show her teeth, and she would get angry towards her father more, and she would do things where she would touch her hair. Um, and that was more of like a, I'm trying to pull a fast, like I'm trying to like not a seductive thing, but that is like a. But they also said it could be a said, habit. They said it could be a habit, right? Correct. That's where that's where the weird part of like if you if you're trying to go outside and dive in more to like see like like what I'm doing the supplemental. Yeah, but you you just you can't hang your hat on body. You language. can't hang your hat. That's on That's why right. I'm saying it really doesn't matter. It doesn't because you're never gonna know anyway. You yeah. could do the same thing with any of them. 
yeah, it was one of those things that I wanted to go out and look for. Because you know me, like, anytime I watch something, like, I can't just watch that one thing. Yeah. And I have to figure out a little bit more. So I always take it a little too far there, like, always in the end. I don't think that means you were taking it too far, but it's just hard because no matter what we watch or what we analyze or whose opinion, it's never going to be cut and dry. Right. There's always going to be the blurred lines and... We're, and, and again, we're never going to get the truth in, and not that not that I you know I need the truth. I think we can all pretty much make our own assumption of what it is, and that's what we have to live with. And again, it's not about what it what did or did not happen. It's the fact that you know Kaylee lost her life in all this, and that's the sad part. But uh, we I would encourage everyone to get out there and watch this. Uh, documentary if you want to it's it, you i would if you're going to do it completely go into it with an open mind um and you know tell us and let us know what you think uh, did you have any other uh, final thoughts or anything before we get out of here well thank you again allison for coming on the posse for another documentary yeah, thanks for having me